0: Welcome to another episode of the BU Podcast, where light banter meets deep topics of the heart and soul. I'm your host, Chris Sirak. Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be when you're listening to this. I hope you're having a dandy week so far. So today's question was on a card that I pulled from one of those mindfulness decks that you pull a card and has a question of self-reflection on it. And so the question is, how could you improve your psychological state right now? Well, I think the last two words of that question really give it away. And that is right now. Right now is ultimately what creates the space to be connected to the moment as it unfolds. It really shields you from the anxiety and the past and future projections and regrets and all that mental noise that happens when we're not right now. (laughs) So the activity itself is not so important. Uh, We're always focused on, should we be doing this activity or this task or this exercise? And with the expectation that if we perform those things, that we'll get into a better state. Well, we do, but ultimately it's less to do with the actual activity and more to do with being present with the activity. So you could be doing the dishes or cleaning your house, and that activity done consciously, done mindfully, is going to be as healing and rejuvenating and deepening as any other activity such as yoga or meditation might be. And it has, like I said, more to do with being present with the activity than the activity itself. So, how to become more present is the big question. How to be in the right now more than anywhere else? Well, it's one of my favorite topics, and the tips and tricks are really quite simple. What happens when we start to dull to our senses is that we're living to a mental snapshot that we have about something, a person, place, or thing, versus actually experiencing that person, place, or thing. Once we form an opinion about something... We then live according to the opinion. Say we encounter that person again whom we formed an opinion about. We're now living more to our expectation and that mental snapshot of who that person is instead of actually experiencing them in front of us. And that doesn't mean we should completely reject any form of learning or memory that we have of them. It's still there, but it's more in the back of our minds. Okay, this person has represented themselves a certain way in the past, but we have to stay open to who they are right now for many reasons. One might be they had a bad day last time we encountered them, and that's why they were grouchy, but they're not grouchy all the time. Or maybe they're having a tough day, and we're not letting that be seen about them because we're comparing them to last time in our minds, and there's a a clash So just really experiencing them, holding them in a space where there is no judgment, that really behooves them to be who they are. But even more importantly, it allows us to stay connected to life, to the present moment, as things are. Of course, we bring our past learnings with us, but they're not the dominant factor. We're not living according to an old mental image of what some situation should be, right? The shoulds. But rather we're allowing it to be and observing it as it's unfolding. And this connection to the unfolding ultimately is our connection to our inner wisdom. This is where we can really feel what resonates and what doesn't. And that's a very different feeling than judging a situation based on mental comparison or mental conditioning But rather, we're feeling in our body what our truth is. And the beautiful thing about that is that truth is instant. Sometimes we have to lean into a situation a little bit, but not too far until we really feel whether something is for us or not for us. And and then we can take clear action. I've talked about feeling your feelings fully on past episodes and how that allows us to hear our inner voice and and know what's true for us not come from a place of reactivity and then that reactive energy is a divisive and friction-filled energy but rather observing our feelings recognizing our inner truth and then acting from a place of clarity and equanimity so that's really the the sequence right there is is to observe things with an open mind and an open heart, allow ourselves to feel our inner truth about the situation, and then take clear action. And that might be we need to step away from the situation. It might be uh, creating distance to a, a particular person because they're just not a good fit for you in your life right now. Or it might be moving in closer, being a compassionate friend and listener or Whatever it may be, we'll know in the situation and we'll know best if we're open to our intuition and our inner voice. So going back to the original question, the activities themselves are less important than doing whatever you're doing mindfully. And this is why I do mindfulness retreats and mindfulness coaching where we Practice feeling our feelings. We practice developing awareness around our senses. So seeing things without judging them, hearing things without labeling them, our taste, our smell, and, and our touch, and uh, even our sense of self in space. These are all things that you can develop awareness around. So coming out of that reactivity that is in the mind and connecting with your body and truly feeling your feelings, being present with everything as it's happening. Then something magical happens. And that separateness that we experience, that loneliness, that uh, sense of we're these tiny little creatures isolated up against this big scary world all of that starts to fall away. It's because when you're open to the present moment, it's pulling you in to the detail of what's happening. Your senses, if we don't judge them, if we don't resist the feelings that come as a result of our senses, then we get pulled into the present moment. And that's where all the beauty, that's where all the magic... And that's where life happens. (laughs) That's life happening right there for you. So if you're feeling stuck, if you've gone down a path in life and you feel like you've hit a wall, that wall might be a mental wall. It might be a creative block. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to quit your job and find something else. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to go somewhere else. You bring your stuck self to any new situation And then you'll have to learn that lesson all over again. And the lesson being that when we feel a block, it's usually we're too much in our head. When we experience resistance to something, it's usually a sign that we're pushing too hard, trying too much. And life needs to happen easily. It needs to flow. If it's not flowing, then everything is hard. So. The number one reason why things don't flow is because we're trying to control them too much. The mind loves to control and predict and steer and judge. And it wants things to be different than they're happening. And then we're automatically, instantly in resistance. And this resistance shuts down our flow. We find ourselves stuck. And it's easy to then blame our circumstances, the, the people that we're with, or the job that we have, our life situation, and think that that's at fault for our stuckness. But it's really we have to come out of our mind first, connect with our body, allow ourselves to experience the present moment, life unfolding, and then see whether or not something resonates or not. It might still be that this job is not for you and you have to seek something else. But it might also be that you need to speak up Have a talk with your manager. Create some authority around yourself and step into your power a little bit more. And you won't know the degree to which you should take action until you come out of that stuck mindset, that headspace, and connect with your body and your inner wisdom. And ultimately, that's what life is about. We're going to keep living and keep manifesting situations from our degree of stuckness, to learn our lessons and all of that will lead us to know ourselves better and learning to relax a little more and surrender a little bit more because when we manifest situations from lack and from stuckness they usually turn out different than we projected them to be and then making peace with those situations is what deepens us surrendering to those situations and seeing the lesson in them is what makes us wiser so that's my 15 minutes for today i trust there was something insightful and helpful in all of that and i really look forward to connecting with you next time until then